Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of the podcast is a special one. I spent a lot of time creating it, and I'm really excited about doing it for you. It is about astrology, Western and Eastern. It is a brief overview of astrology. Um, in the future, I'll probably do more on, on this stuff, but for now, um, this is well worth a listen if you want to be informed and, 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 and get your crash course on astrology. This is the episode to listen to. Enjoy. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Esoteric Gladiator. I am your host, Jeremy Lipsy. Today's episode is uh, something that's dear to my heart. And, um, you know, I've, I've been researching for days... Um, just kind of doing a brief overview and, um, you know, making sure that, um, you know, I present the best information to you as possible. I try to be as thorough as possible. You know, sometimes I make mistakes. I'm human. Um, but this episode is about astrology, Western and Eastern. And I, I just, as brief as I try to be, I also try to be thorough and I try to hit you from very different angles, both just kind of mundane as well as esoteric, um, because I, I am a student of the hidden, the occult, and, um, you know, I try to find order as well as tradition, as well as just different aspects of, uh, the, uh, the horoscope for you and um yeah so um tonight is a full moon and uh what better time than to um you know present what i have written and came up with uh i will be reading from something as well as probably intervening and interjecting sometimes uh with ideas perhaps I forgot, if I stumble on my words, please bear with me. I promise you, this will be worth your time. If you've ever been curious about the Zodiac or horoscopes, uh, Western and Eastern, this is going to be one you don't want to miss. And I, I don't think it's going to take that much time to go through this information. Without further ado... The Zodiac is made of a 12-character wheel. Each character is 30 degrees, creating a 360-degree circle or table. This goes into King Arthur and his 12 Knights of the Round Table, or Christ and his 12 Apostles, specifically in the Last Supper painting. They all sat around a table. I also believe this is why the term a dozen was popularized. Most of our Western civilization has roots in the occult, and that's pretty plain to see if you study conspiracies or um, symbology in, in, um, in state seals or emblems or flags or even corporate logos and, and things like that or specific dates and times when world events happen. There's a 12 hours of day 
12 hours of night on the clock and on the earth clock based on astrology through the 12 months you have the sun and the specific sign each month so that um, and it's polar opposite sign in the moon so if the sun is in leo the moon is in aquarius if the sun is in Aries, the moon is in Libra. If the sun is in Gemini, the moon is in Sagittarius, and so on. Uh, these are basically uh, called polar opposites. So um, I'm going to just freestyle it off the dome. I, I, you know, you know, We'll start from the beginning. Aries, polar opposite Libra. So sun, Aries, moon, Libra. Uh, sun, Taurus. Moon, uh, Scorpio, Sun, Gemini, Moon, Sagittarius, Sun, Cancer, Moon, Capricorn, Sun, Leo, Moon, Aquarius, Sun, Virgo, Moon, Pisces, Sun, Libra, Moon, Aries, Sun, Scorpio, Moon, Taurus, Sun, Sagittarius, Moon, Gemini, Sun, Capricorn, Moon, Cancer, Sun, Aquarius, Moon, Leo, Sun, Pisces, Moon, Virgo. Uh, an hour is divisible by 12 which I believe means every five minutes, one of the 12 signs is an influential uh, character in your uh, chart. Uh, the chart is basically um, the planetary alignments in the uh, solar system uh, or, you know, whatever. Um, I... Uh, I've gone into my beliefs about that in the past, so I won't bore you with that now. And um, basically, you know, for myself, I'm a Capricorn sun. My rising or ascendant is in Gemini. My moon is in Aries. My Venus is in Sagittarius and so on. But there's, you know, there's, it's it's a very detailed breakdown. So depending upon the, uh, alignment of our chart that can, um, you know, very, you know, I, I may have a Capricorn, but you know, my son is, is in the eighth house, which is ruled by Scorpio. I have a lot of Scorpio traits. So we're all going to be very different. You know, that's why somebody's like, well, my sister's a Leo and so is my uncle and they're nothing alike. Well, what are their charts made up of? What, what is the, the, the composite of their charts? Of the 12 signs, there is four elements, fire, air, earth, and water. And as with earth clock, there is four seasons ruled by the four elements. Different cultures relate seasons to different elements, but the most common I found is winter is water, spring is air, summer is fire, autumn is earth. And each of these seasons and elements also represent a time in the cycle of life. Spring is childhood, summer is adulthood, autumn is uh, old age, and winter is the closing chapter of one's life. You know, maybe being elderly or something like that. Of these four elements, we have the fire signs, 
Aries, Leo, Sagittarius. Water signs, Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces. Earth signs, Capricorn, Taurus, Virgo. And air signs, Aquarius, Libra, and Gemini. For a lot of people that don't know a lot about um, the Zodiac, a lot of people always think Aquarian is a water size. Aquarian, Aquarius is not a water sign. It is the water bearer which I'm about to get into the agricultural calendar right now, which I've had a lot, a hard time finding information on. And I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of just like spitballing off memory. And um, what I remember from a few lectures I've heard, can't even remember where I heard them, but I'm going to do the best that I can uh, bringing this information to you. The signs according to the earth or agricultural calendar are as follows. Like I said, forgive me if I don't remember. Um, I also know that a lot of it is based off solstice and equinox and the sun and moon positions um, as well. Aries is the beginning, and in the zodiac it is the child, represented by the ram or newborn lamb. According to history, the lamb was a sacrifice on April 14th for the Passover, which falls in the month of Aries. This is springtime, and the lambs would be grazing in the fields. Um, Taurus follows Aries, and Taurus is the bull. And late April to May, they would have been using the bull to plow the fields for planting. Gemini is the twins, representing time in the fields, farmers, it also possibly represents fertility. Sometimes they say Gemini is the twins, a man, but I always thought that Gemini was a man and a woman, uh, which is why I believe it has to deal with fertility, working in the garden, and so on. Cancer is the crab and moves sideways, which from what I remember is because it has to do with the solstice on the 21st or 20th of June, uh, of June, when the sun appears to move sideways for three days across the sky. Following Cancer is Leo the lion, which represents the fiery rays of the sun in its mane. It's the hottest part of summer. Virgo is the maiden, and she's uh, seen depicted carrying wheat or grain in her arms, and she represents the end of the summer harvest. Then we have Libra, which is the scales. The scales represents the balancing of the financial aspects that you may have gained from the harvest or the balancing of the harvest itself. Scorpio, um, which uh, is in the tarot, is represented by death, you know, represents the dying off of plants and trees and, and you know, making way for winter. Sagittarius comes after Scorpio and is the archer or centaur with the bow and arrow, which to me represents the hunt in the dead of winter so people can continue to eat. Then Capricorn arrives, which is the goat with the fishtail. This is because the goat is a climber, and I believe at the end of Sagittarius, the sun holds its position in the sky um, and stays in that position for three days, which is is has something to do with like Christmas time. Um, but then after those three days, um, which is why like, you know, uh, Christ died and was in the tomb for three days and then he rose from the dead. You know, Christ is the son of God, right? The son. 
Um, so it will stay in the position for three days and then it will start its climb, which is why it's depicted, you know, by the goat. Uh, the water bearer is Aquarius and it is shown as a man or a woman pouring out water and it's time for the lakes and rivers to unfreeze and uh, the rain is soon to be pouring down again. Pisces is the fish and to my knowledge, um, that's for the ability to fish again uh, and, you know, fish to be filling life up in the rivers and the lakes and uh, they're no longer frozen and, and life is on the horizon of spring. Again, I may have missed or messed something up, um, but that's all I got. I, I tried to research this uh, as deep as I possibly could, couldn't find anything, so again, I'm going off memory. Um, uh, but this particular field, the myths and agricultural um, aspects of astrology are hard to find info on. Uh, but it's all based off the seasons as well as the constellations that are most dominant in the skies during those times of year, um, particularly dealing with the sun and the moon, as I've said. Um, again, I'm not an astrologer. I'm just someone who dabbles. The calendar represents a smaller aspect based off astrology in the seasons. Then there's the ages. The wheel of the zodiac goes in reverse based off the sign, which is why the age of Aquarius comes after Pisces. So um, like Aries, Taurus, Gemini goes that way when we're dealing with ages, which I believe are a little over 2,000 years. Um it goes in reverse. So we just left the age of Pisces and are moving towards the age of Aquarius, which will then enter the age of Capricorn, um, and so on. Um, but, uh, let's get into the planets and the signs they represent as well as explaining the characteristics of those signs. I will also throw in the tarot card for each sign, um, and the body part and the house and and again i'm winging a lot of this so forgive me if i forget some stuff or misrepresent something uh it's also important to consider that uh signs have characteristics but they are also backed by a chart like i said earlier so there is going to be a lot of variations based off placements in those charts um anyways uh each sign is either fixed, cardinal, or mutable. Fixed signs tend to be creatures of habit, whereas mutable signs tend to be, uh, you know, they, they tend to change their modes of operation more frequently. Cardinal signs tend to be visionary signs or leaders and have a, a more, like, straightforward go-getter type attitude. Uh, first sign is Aries, the ram ruled by Mars in the second house. Uh, tarot card is the emperor. Their body part is the head. Aries is a cardinal sign and is the child of the zodiac because it is the first sign and it appears at the beginning of spring with the new life as it unfolds. Aries are fiery personalities a lot of times. Um, you know, just think about how rams are always fighting on the hill. The Aries can have a quick uh, temper but they can also equally just quickly forget about things 
and, and the arguments or whatever. They are impulsive, curious, funny, fairly non-judgmental, resilient, make excellent athletes. They're competitive. Um, they're very driven. Usually they have a lot of energy. Uh, um, they can be prone to uh, tantrums, as I said. Um, but uh, anger is usually a reaction to how sensitive they are. Aries are actually really sensitive people. And um, as they get older, they, um, they usually mellow out a lot of times. Um, and uh, they have... Aries are really spiritual people too. A lot of times they're really creative, very artistic. Um, they tend to test boundaries um, and, you know, with people as well as with themselves. A, a lot of times Aries will make a lot of mistakes when they're younger um, and they'll learn from those trials and errors and, um, you know, that's why they, they mellow out. I mean, I, of course, every sign mellows out when they get older, but Aries are particularly impulsive a lot of times. Um, and, uh, you know, um, Aries can be flamboyant. A lot of, a lot of you know, my Aries friends, they, they just dress really wacky and crazy. Um, but they're really brave. They, 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 they don't have a problem being themselves and uh, yeah so the second sign is Taurus the bull ruled by the planet Venus in the second house the tarot card is the hierophant the body parts are the neck and throat Taurus is a fixed sign and uh, tends to uh, be stubborn bullheaded driven good at business um, they're ruled by Venus, so they appreciate the finer things in life. They can be very fixed on routines, not liking or accepting change easily or trying new things. Um, they are a fixed sign. They can be somewhat naive to the undercurrents of the world around them, i.e. power structures. Um, while they can blend in well with the crowds and follow social norms well they seem to at times have a hard time understanding the mechanisms of power structures and the darker sides of mankind um it's not to say that they're shallow they're just they're you know every sign has its place so you know they tend to focus on the positive and see things in a more brighter, innocent way. They take love and family very serious and find them to be rooted in traditional social norms. Taurus is a student of pop culture. They can be loyal friends. They can, you know, really funny. Um, they do enjoy a good argument from time to time and have a hard time letting go of situations that don't serve them, especially if it involves a lover or loved one. Gemini, the twins, ruled by Mercury in the third house. Tarot card is the lovers. Their body part are the lungs, arms, and shoulders. Gemini is a mutable sign and known for communication good at, at administration, bookkeeping, and being the background of businesses. Um, 
then again, uh, Gemini is a jack of all trades. I've seen, like, just personally know a lot of Geminis that have basically um, been why specific businesses or corporations are successful. Um, and a lot of times, uh, I feel like Geminis get taken advantage of to a certain extent, or they don't get the recognition they deserve. Um, but because they're such hard workers and they're really freaking clever, a lot of times, um, their, their, their bosses or people in those corporations, um, may wind up uh, eating their own foot. Um, they can be scatterbrained at times as Gemini has a lot of energy. They can be bi bipolar, manic depressive. They are said to have two personalities, which I find to be true. They can be the nicest person for long periods of time and, and then just get set off like a Roman candle out of nowhere over the smallest thing because I don't necessarily want to say they're passive-aggressive because I don't really see them as vengeful, uh, but they're usually really generous people, and I think a lot of times things build up on them, and they just, you know, they erupt on, on the people closest to them. They enjoy so socializing in fashion. You know, they are an air sign. Air signs tend to like socializing. They tend to be workaholics and are usually valued at their jobs. Because they can be bipolar at times, they seem to be one of the signs a lot of people are weary of, but I tend to really enjoy Geminis. Uh, they also tend to have a good sense of humor and are fun to talk to, as they usually have open minds and are very analytical. Uh, yeah, I really enjoy Geminis. Okay, Gemini is done. Then we have uh, Cancer, the crab, ruled by the moon in the fourth house. Tarot card is the chariot. Their body parts are the chest, breast, and stomach. Cancer is the mother of the zodiac. Um, they tend to have a nurturing nature. Cancer is a cardinal sign. And they can be sensitive, psychic, moody, depressed, creative, a lover, uh, really good family members a lot of times. Um, they can sometimes be pushovers or horrible enablers to bratty children or warm-hearted parents who do everything with their children. Um, they can be generous but also possess a very frugal and almost cheapskate streak. They are known for being good with balancing a budget. Oftentimes, cancers are avid readers, computer experts, vice presidents, and involved in the arts because they are emotional beings. Uh, bad news is they can be notorious addicts um, with both drugs and alcohols and um, even have short fuses where they fly off the handle and could hold grudges. Um, Mike Tyson is a perfect example of a cancer. Um, very emotional, uh, but the polar opposite is rage. Um, but again, cancers can also be the kindest souls on earth. They can be gifted empaths and astrologers as well. Cancers love to sleep and spend a lot of time at home. Um, yeah. Leo the lion planet, the sun, and the fifth house. Tarot card is strength. 
Their body part is the heart and upper back. Leos are fixed signs and tend to be dynamic people that can go all over the map, uh, map up occupationally, but wherever they go, it's usually to the top of their field. They make great leaders, but can sometimes be cutthroat in their field. Most are excellent at being leaders because they can teach others almost effortlessly. Leos sometimes prioritize work over family, and that can lead to resentments from loved ones. And because, because Leo has a hard time with expressing emotions or being compassionate with others, they can seem cold and careless. But the flip side is that Leos are known for their generosity to friends and loved ones. Leos will lavish their families in the finer things. Leos can be great judges of character and cut through the bullshit like a razor. But uh, they don't like excuses and they get the job done. They do have a propensity for drama at times and can have a hard time taking criticism. But usually have no problem giving it. Leo tends to live for the approval of the crowd, unlike Cancer, who tends to live for the approval of the person. At the end of the day, Leo is a sign I would want in my corner because they usually have a lot of honor and loyalty, and I like a strong personality. And uh, Leos, they're very resilient, you know. They, they can weather the storm a lot of times, and they usually have... Uh, the technical know-how to get through those storms. Virgo, the maiden carrying the bushel of wheat. Planet Mercury in the sixth house. Tarot card is the hermit. Their body parts are the abdomen and digestive system. Virgos can be very different in character because they're mutable signs. They're very earthy and somewhat solitary. They tend to be good students and follow directions well. I see female Virgos a lot of times as kind of like divas. They like to sing and dance and perform. Uh, they tend to be pe uh, people pleasers, but can also be smart asses and even vicious vocally with the ones that they love when they're angry. They're very passionate creative signs and a lot of Virgos I've met are either into the occult studies or they can be very run-of-the-mill and basic. Gemini is similar to this. Uh, both signs are ruled by Mer Mercury. Uh, Virgos have a lot of mental energy and are prone to worrying and can be very critical of, of the world around them but they're really critical on themselves and sometimes have low self-worth. They can be kind and sympathetic, sometimes to a fault. They are known for being orderly, and I find that they have a hard time uh, to change their mode of operation. E even though they are mutable signs, um, that's to say, like, if they're doing something a specific way, um, they, they don't want to divert from that, even if the new way will be quicker, more efficient, um, they, they, in my uh, uh, experience with them, they tend to stick with what they know a lot of times. They're creative and passionate people, and they love to laugh. <clears throat> Libra, the scales. Planet is Venus in the seventh house. Tarot card is justice. Their body parts are the kidneys and lumbar system. Libra is a cardinal sign and tends to have a diplomatic approach to life in general. 
They enjoy nice things and beauty thanks to the influence of Venus and are also really into social circles. Libra would be another sign that I feel lives for the crowd rather than the individual. They're usually good with money but can be shrewd in business dealings. They love a good deal or rather getting the better end of one. They're usually family-oriented and tend to spare no expenses on their loved ones. They also seem to follow social norms and traditional uh, and traditions similar to Taurus, um, as both are ruled by Venus. They tend to be mellow and peaceful, but can be very passive-aggressive. They are intelligent and very personable. They tend to be idealistic and have high hopes, but they can also be loners and depressed in isolation. I find that to be more with the male Libras than the females. Um, uh, female Libras tend to be very social. Libras love to flirt even when they don't know they are doing it. They are all Geminis are like that too. Uh, most air signs, most of the air signs, Aquarius, Gemini, and Libra are, are are very flirtatious in nature. They are also known for their indecisiveness. They have a hard time making decisions. Uh, a lot of times they want people to make the decisions for them. And just like Cancers, Libras love to sleep. Scorpio, the scorpion. Planet is Mars and Pluto in the 8th house. Tarot card is death. Their body part is the genitals. Scorpio is a fixed sign and is usually intuitive, secretive, sensual, and vengeful. They can hold on to grudges. Scorpio is wise, psychic, empathic, uh, but can also uh, be argumentative and have a sharp tongue. They tend, to ha they tend to love animals, the occult, art, and the darker side of life. They can turn trash into treasure or treasure into trash. They are innovative because they understand psychology and the rhythms of life, which makes them very good musicians. They can also be good at managing financial affairs for other people. They tend to have a jealous streak in relationships and can be very controlling and have a hard time letting go of ex-lovers. I see Scorpios as the mystic. They are uh, open to the spiritual side of life. They can touch others with uh, profound revelations. They tend to be loners and enjoy solitude. Uh, I feel like they can be very lucky people and tend to have uh, narrow escapes with death, sometimes many times in their life. They are a sign of death and transformation as the phoenix rising from the ashes. In ancient astrology, I believe their sign was the phoenix, often mistaken as the eagle. Uh, I really love Scorpios. Um, that's another sign that, you know, kind of has a bad rap on the Zodiac. I tend to really enjoy the signs that have bad raps. Scorpio, Gemini, Leo. Um, and then we have Sagittarius, the archer or centaur with a bow and arrow. Planet is Jupiter in the ninth house. Tarot card is temperance. Their body parts are the hips and thighs. Sagittarius is a mutable sign and tend to have a jolly nature with a fiery side that comes out in temperament at random. They're usually athletic and adventurous, but can get lost in the in the clouds sometimes. 
They are loyal and protective family members and love a good joke. They tend to do well in crowds of people, and they also love to flirt. They are known as eternal bachelors and value their independence. They are hardy and warm and have a penchant for creativity and adventure. They can be prone to poor diet and health issues from their desires and food addictions. They are emotionally intelligent, and if I was in a sticky situation in a bad crowd, I would hope to have a smooth-talking Sagittarius at my side, because um, if they couldn't talk their way out of a situation, they'd help you fight their way out, and they're very durable people. They love good times and can inspire others around them to live their best lives, um, and I love Sagittarians outside of their temper. I've noticed Sagittarians tend to have a great boisterous laugh. Uh, then we have Capricorn, the sea goat. Ruling planet is Saturn in the 10th house. Tarot card is the devil. Body parts are the knees and a skeletal frame, the bones. Capricorn is a little more, uh, Capricorn is a cardinal sign and known as the father of the zodiac, and they tend to be a little more serious, conservative, and cautious. They have a deep perspective from the bottom of the ocean to the top of the mountain, hence their symbol, the goat head with a fish tail. They can be bossy and stubborn. They are a leadership sign and tend to learn the hard way, but once they learn, they become a master and create effective ways of doing things. In crowds, they tend to be reserved and guarded, but if they are comfortable... They can be the life of a party and exceptionally funny. They are quick-witted and very logical. They tend to be workaholics and can lose relationships and distance loved ones with their obsessions of work. Capricorns can be frugal at times and also obsessed with their goals. A lot of world champion boxers are Capricorns or were Capricorns. Capricorns can come off as cold and, and disciplined, but they tend to understand the order of things and can get things done. They are actually sensitive, which is why uh, they seem guarded. A lot of Capricorns tend to be multi-talented in the field of art and creativity. They can also be depressed and anxious. Uh, they have a lot of energy and are also curious people who enjoy learning new things, especially when it comes to the tasks at hand. They're sarcastic and practical, ambitious and persistent. Uh, they have dry wit, very dry, like almost English, you know British type sense of humor. They can sometimes be obsessive and competitive. Again, Capricorns are bossy, but that's because they are sh sharp from lots of trial and error in their life. They tend to question authority and can be very weary of power structures and popular uh, trends in society. I know a lot of Capricorns that are conspiracy theorists. Their intelligence can be alienating, misunderstood, and lead them to isolation. Aquarius, the water bearer. Planet is Uranus in the 11th house, or Uranus. Tarot card is the star. Body parts are calves, shins, and ankles. Aquarians are fixed signs. They tend to be optimistic. They enjoy socializing, have a scientific mind, and can come off as emotionless and, se emotionless and selfish at times. They usually have an intelligent sense of humor and know how to engage in good conversation. 
They make friends easily, but can also be very detached. They can be mysterious people, but tend to be humanitarians. They like to go to um, they like to go to gatherings and parties, but also enjoy learning new things alone. Aquarians are really good at reading people and tend to fall into luck financially because they can do just about anything they put their minds to, as well as knowing how to read people. They can be quirky and see things from a different perspective that usually makes them very innovative. They are calm but clever, enthusiastic but also dry. For a fixed sign, they are really hard to classify as they don't seem to gravitate to one like particular field as a whole. They prefer concepts over feelings and seem to be better with crowds than individuals. They can tend to be outcasts um, and like Capricorn tend to mistrust power structures. They have keen observation skills and are good at mimicking their surroundings which often leads them to believe they are somewhat inauthentic. They are very rational which is why they tend not to get lost in their emotions. They can uh, be trendsenders and quite popular in the circle in their circles because most of them have multiple circles that they hang out with. They are scientific in life, hard to tie down, and enjoy their individuality. Pisces, the fish, planet Neptune in the twelfth house, the final house. Tarot card is the moon. Body part is the feet. Pisces are mutable signs and tend to be dreamers and dreamy. They have a sense of humor that can be quick and abstract. They tend to be sensitive in their surroundings and often high maintenance. They are very emotional but can be selfish while expecting a lot from others. They can be psychic and clairvoyant, involved in deep spirituality, somewhat a traveler between worlds, if you will. They can be extremely technical, detail-oriented, analytical, but lose others in the details. They are innovators when it comes to creativity. They're gracious, they're warm, and emotionally aware. But they can also be emotionally manipulative and prone to various illnesses because of their sympathetic nature. Uh, I know a lot of Pisces that have, like, random, you know, like conditions you know and, and illnesses it's it's bizarre and i think it is because they're such sensitive people and we live in a society of just constant bombardment of emfs and sensory overload they are true chameleons in society they are imaginative excessively romantic internal and have many faces depending on whom they are around they enjoy getting lost in the emotion of any situation. They can be really good at reciting things and telling you random points of data, historical facts, or how the process of life's many subjects work. They can seem forgetful and lost in their own world at times. They are dreamers. Both Pisces and Cancer are known as the lush of the Zodiac. They can have a tendency to escape through drinking. Um, because they have such intense emotions and tend to be very empathic and that can be a burden for them. They are elusive and mysterious people. And a lot of times we project onto them what we want from them. Um, because as I said, Pisces, 
they can change their faces for different people. Again, these are brief overviews of each sign based off personal observation and life experiences. I tried to be objective and true to each sign. Forgive me if I forgot anything or if something doesn't apply to you personally. Remember, we all have charts based off ran random planetary placements. And um, everyone is unique. Doesn't, you know, all Leos aren't the same, all Cancers aren't the same, and so on. All right, let's get into the Chinese Zodiac. I'm going to give you a brief description of the Chinese Zodiac and some of what surrounds it. The Chinese Zodiac usually depends on what year we were born in, but if we are looking at it based off the year, we are um, now in the Metal Ox. I'm not going to tell you what that means, but I will tell you what each element means and what each animal means or rather, which animal relates to Western astrology um, by sign. And you can figure that out or you can go online and look that up. We have five elements according to Chinese astrology. Number one, wood. It represents compassion, strength, growth, expansion, stability, communication, and competition. Number two, we have fire. Represents adventure, passion, Motion, anxiety, transformation, travel. Uh, number three is earth. Represents calmness, stability, control, groundedness, Im immobility. Number four, we have metal. Represents dependability, regiment, protection, loyalty, and structure. Number five, we have water. Introspection, sensitivity, motion, calmness, secrecy, willpower, and fluidity. The five elements according to the Chinese zodiac have a specific order through the process of creation and destruction, as well as interactions. And this is the order. Wood starts fire. Fire creates earth. Earth holds metal. Metal carries water. Water feeds wood. And the destructions are fire melts metal, metal chops wood, wood separates earth, earth absorbs water, and water extinguishes fire. The process of creation and destruction of these elements are in the goal of ultimate harmony. The Chinese zodiac animals um, uh, I'm going to give you what these animals are as well as the Western uh, astrological signs that, that they apply to um, in order. Uh, number one, the dragon, Aries. Number two, snake, Taurus. Number three, horse, Gemini. Number four, sheep, Cancer. Number five, monkey, Leo. Number six, rooster, Virgo. Number seven, dog, Libra. Number eight, pig, Scorpio. Number nine, rat, Sagittarius. Number 10, ox, Capricorn. Number 11, tiger, Aquarius. Number 12, rabbit, Pisces. 
I've listed the character t types of each Western sign already. So, you know, if you remember what I said about each one of those signs that could apply to the Chinese Zodiac, I mean, there's going to be, you know, varying differences, of course. There's Eastern and Western, uh, different approaches. Um, like, in life, we can, like, look at Western medicine as in comparison to Eastern medicine. Western me medicine is more based off a of diagnosis, surgery, and pharmaceuticals. And Eastern medicine is more based off of, like, herbs and... Um, you know, minerals and, and things like that. I feel like Eastern medicine is more based off curing things than diagnosing and treating things, which, you know, that seems to be uh, Western ways of doing things. Anyways, that was a, a brief but thorough uh, overview of uh, astrology and uh, Chinese Zodiac. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, again, it's a full moon. I am going to enjoy this full moon. It's late. It's uh, 12.46 a.m. I'm going to have a cup of tea, sit by the fire, and reflect on the day. I hope everyone's doing well. I appreciate you guys listening. I would really appreciate it if you guys left comments or, you know, reviews on my podcast. If you shared it with friends, that would be awesome. You don't have to do that, uh, but I would appreciate it. I don't get paid to do this. My only payment is sharing information with people, and uh, I'm fine with that. I don't, I don't need a dime to share the knowledge of what, you know, the earth and spirit has blessed me with. So anyways, guys, mind, body, spirit, love, healing, and truth. I hope you all are doing wonderful. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Looks like I forgot to tell you guys what my sign was. I am a wood rabbit Capricorn born in 1976.